And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. The Athletic presents Hogan Johns. Down in Chicago, the Vans expect some tough competition today. It's kind of hard to know exactly how much excitement we could have. Um, I just think right now we're so focused on the Colts that uh, we're just trying to just play our game and focus on us. How's it working out for you? It's week four, undefeated no longer. It's time for the Hogan Johns Podcast. We have to regroup. We put quarter one of the season behind us. You know, we finished three and one. You know, now we're in the quarter two of the season. We got to take on the challenge. You know, we got to come out here and play better. Rivers deep. Has his man open. He's got it. That catch is made by Zach Pascal. Colts trying to solve their red zone problems. That quick pass. That is complete. To the five. To the end zone. Mo Alley Cox. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Ho. He was a big one. I might add a handsome beast to that. And from The Athletic. It's Adam Johns. My hair shines like Orion's belt. Dude, you're the man. Falls over the middle, incomplete through the hands of his intended receiver. That's intercepted. You know what? It wasn't. It wasn't the best game. No, I. You know what? And I. You know, I think uh, the Indianapolis Colts are a great team, but I don't. You know, I didn't execute well enough, and you know, we didn't execute well enough. Together, they're Hogan Johns. We're on a mission from God. The absolute best Chicago football podcast. Well, thank you, Ernie. Very nice of you to say. Uh, I agree. Is that... I think that's an Eminem beat. Is it? I'm not sure. I, I, it's kind of... I think it's an Eminem backbeat. I, I... Keep it rolling there. I think it is. I don't know why. I was just... I just picked up on that. If you know uh, it, let us know on Twitter. But you might be right. I'm a secret Eminem fan. I'm not going to lie. I well, go through stretches about it. Eminem was great. It's great. Uh, well, uh, secret because we just don't talk about it a lot or ever. Or probably the first time in six years of this podcast. I go through stretches where I'll just randomly listen to like Eminem album straight for like a week. Really? It's happened. It okay. yeah. Just you know, not a bad thing to do after a Bears uh, loss like this. Looking so terrible. <laughs> Woof. Welcome in. Hogan Johns with you. The Bears are no longer undefeated. They are 3-0 and under Mitchell Trubisky this season and 0-1 under Nick Foles. You can't give that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give that win to Mitch. Uh, Even though I think Pro Football Reference did. I don't know that's if they corrected it yet. but In games that they started. That is an accurate stat that it just gave. It's true. Games but not, that but not so true. It's true, but not so true. Right, it's definitely not really true. Uh, what is true is that the Bears lost 19-11, to which is a weird score. They did not look good at all offensively. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Adam Hogue, Adam Johns here with you. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Our producer is Kent Garrison as we record this eh, somewhat late on a Sunday night with the game Flex to the afternoon on short notice is the. How, how do you think a national audience enjoyed that one? Right, or you do not national audience. <laughs> I know you came here for Patrick Mahomes and Cam Newton, but 
you're going to get Nick Foles and an old Philip Rivers. Enjoy that. Philip Rivers still fun to watch, by the way. I love how he barks. He just, <laughs> he just chirps and chirps and chirps. The sequence where he's calling out Roquan Smith for getting beat around the edge by Jonathan Taylor. Like mid, like about to snap the football, and then the moment where he realized the Bears, they're just trying to draw him off sides. The moment he realizes they're not going to jump off sides, he just starts talking shit. That, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Lock size and number 58. Caught the corner on you. I forget what, it, what his exact quote was, but I felt like I saw, I saw that live. I'm like, oh, that's cold. Philip Rivers is right? not taking prisoners today. And he and laughs he at him, too. <laughs> yeah, he just laughs. Uh, I, I asked Roquan Smith about it after the game. He just, of course, downplayed it, but it was funny. Uh, not funny on the offensive side of the football. You can read all our post-game reaction. This is what I wrote about up at NBCSportsChicago.com. That's where my column is up. Man, this Bears offense looked a lot like 2019, didn't it? That's what I wrote about. John Z, what'd you write about? I haven't seen what you got up yet. Uh, it should be going up soon. My headline is, I have to be better. That is a Nick Foles quote. How some fears were realized with Nick Foles in for the Bears. So, yes, I think you and I are, are on the same wavelength here. Just a brutal, brutal uh, first start for Nick Foles. I, like... The Colts' defense is good. Let's give credit where credit is due, but to score just 11 points, three points for like the, the entire game until until garbage time, that, that is that's really bad football, Adam. Just really, really bad, uninspired football that we watched today at Soldier Field. I got to call myself out for something because uh, I noticed this going back listening to the podcast. It's not the first time this has happened. Usually, I think it's you who does this, but I think we've both been guilty of it in the past. So when we previewed the game, I put out a red alert and mentioned that a little bit of a warning that I didn't think it was necessarily going to be pretty with Nick Foles. Okay? Just a somewhat of a warning. And then we got to our bowl predictions, and I predicted three touchdowns for Nick Foles. <laughs> what? That makes no sense. Uh, I realize your bold predictions get out of hand sometimes. That's why they're bold. Well, it's, it's why they're it'd be bold, nice yeah. if, but it'd be nice if it still like somewhat added up to how we break down the game earlier. So take the bold prediction out of it. Um, I didn't think it looked that bad, but as you mentioned, hey, this Colts defense is really good. Uh, Matt Eberflus is an outstanding defensive coordinator who's going to probably be a head coach in the future, uh, probably pretty soon, actually, if uh, this Colts team ends up being as good as I think they'll be the rest of the season and continue to play this way. For them to not even have Darius Leonard on the field in the second half, one, that's kind of alarming for the Bears' offense that they still couldn't do anything, but two, it shows you that they're still a pretty uh, damn good unit. See, what I saw out there, though, were... Still, like, missed third-down opportunities. Missed deep ball to wide-open Darnell Mooney. It missed first-down shot in the red zone to Demetrius Harris. A, a completely muffed play on second and five in, in the red zone there from the Colts' nine-yard line. So there were opportunities there. Uh, as soon as that, like, first possession was over, like, the, the that feeling, like, my gut feeling, we'll use that, my gut feel was like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. <laughs> like, like th- this is not going to be good. <laughs> I felt that after the block punt. 
Yeah, well, well Bears first possession. Teams. Hashtag Bears special teams. You're, yeah, we'll get to that. Your button kind of wear it off, I'm sure. But, yeah, there, there was that glimmer of hope where they do march down and they're in the red zone. You got the big pass to Darnell Mooney. Like, you're feeling good about what's going on. And then, yeah, same problems as uh, the Mitch, Mitch Trubisky problems, right? Third downs, red zone. Yeah. And, and yeah, so it was like the same problems that's, that have existed this year, but also in the bigger context of what this offense looked like last year. And you can't blame Mitch Trubisky because he's standing on the sideline now. So it starts with one zero running game, 28 yards, 16 carries, 1.8 average. And it was 1.5 at halftime. Woof. Just bad. Offensive line takes a step backwards. Look more like the offensive line we saw last year. So, um, you know, the way I wrote it in my columns, the things that they talked about correcting. New offensive line coach, right? New mentality. Eh, look a lot like last year's offensive line. Just today, just today, they've been pretty good so far. But today, no running game behind that. Uh, That revamped tight end room, five catches, I think it's like 39 yards. Not good enough. Cole Komet still missing in action. Uh, and then new quarterback. Same results. Uh, what was the passer rating? 76.4. Not good. In some ways, worse. Now, the play caller is still the same. And I also wanted to get to that because I thought... One thing I was really interested in, John Z, is how this offense would look with Nick Foles out there. Right? So... I, I tracked shotgun versus under center throughout the game and run versus pass. And in the first and second quarter, things were actually pretty equal. Ten plays out of the shotgun in the first quarter, seven plays under center. Second quarter, five out of shotgun, six under center. Relatively equal. They ended up running 18 passes, though, and only 10 runs. That's actually excusable though at halftime at least because they couldn't run the ball at all and there are plays built in there obviously the quarterback can check out of runs into passes if the defense dictates so you know at halftime nothing too alarming but then you go to the third quarter and I'm gonna throw the fourth quarter out of there completely because it was just garbage time there shotgun throw 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 shotgun throw 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 but third quarter this is what started to concern me John 11 passes two runs 11 out of shotgun Two under center. And yes, all 11 passes out of shotgun, both runs under center. So, when you get to the first play of the fourth quarter, which was that third and one, big third and one, they go under center. Is that the Cordell or Patterson run to nowhere? Patterson in the backfield. David Montgomery not on the field. We've all seen that one before. But when you run 11 straight plays, and I think it actually goes into the second quarter, is even longer. I tweeted this out. But at least in the third quarter, 11 straight plays, you're in shotgun, you throw the ball. Oh, it's the last four runs. Your last four runs, going back to the end of the second quarter, all of them were under center. Like, that's not even an obvious tell. That's... Well, it is an obvious tell, I mean. I mean, it's, it's as obvious as it gets. So when you line up after that under center on third and one, what do you think the defense is thinking? So, And then why is David Montgomery not on the field? Anyway, that was a really long way of saying 
Weren't these all the things we talked about last year at times? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if this conversation continues, this could just be a bad game against a really good defense. You know, I'm not buying the excuse, the the lack of rhythm excuse, lack of chemistry. Forget that. Like, you're risking a lot, like an awful lot, by having that chemistry test right now. So if you're comfortable with it, it's all in or no in, right? Like, so forget that excuse. I'm not buying it whatsoever. So, again, you know, maybe this is just a hiccup against a very good defense, but you're right, Adam. This all goes back to the play caller at some point, right? What's the argument with Trubisky, right? He missed open throws or he's missing open guys all completely. He just doesn't see them. What does this say about Matt Nagy's play calling when your your guy, Nick Foles, the guy that you wanted to go acquire, has a performance this bad, this awful, at home in his first start? It's disconcerting. Well, I'll go back to what I said way too much last year, and that is when you have no running game and your offensive line isn't playing well and you don't have you know, a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes out there that can somehow overcome all that or even... Dak Prescott in Dallas, who's been doing a ton of that, uh, or Russell Wilson, when all that stuff breaks down and you don't have a playmaker like that who can really just somehow make it still work, it's hard to call plays. So I'll defend Nagy a little bit there. However, well, what about the pass setting up the run? You know, like it's well, that's, modern NFL thinking. That, that, that's what I want to say. Like, this is still his offense, and this is still year three. And I think, like you said, this could be one bad game against a really good defense. But as I wrote in my column, it's still, when they go back and watch this tape, should be extremely alarming that they fell back into way too many of the same habits as an offense. And again, it's you have a new offensive line coach, a new offensive coordinator, a new quarterback's coach, a new quarterback in the game. Like, the one common denominator here is Matt Nagy. So, is it one bad game, or is this a problem? And I also want to point out, too, Nagy defended the effort, and maybe effort isn't the right word, but didn't it look like that entire game nobody wanted to make a play? Yeah, well, enough with the... (laughs) I, I always feel like there's... Forget the effort of this one. You were out played like their effort was better than yours like those, those jump balls thrown up that philip rivers just threw up yeah like and the the, the colts receivers are winning i counted what three or four where's the effort their effort was better than your effort like where's the diving catch by anthony miller i know it wasn't a great ball that led to the interception where's what where's the diving you know highlight reel grab that you need in, the, in an instance like that it's just well, yeah. Philip Rivers said after the game that they he felt like they had more energy than the Bears. I would totally agree with that. 100%. I, I felt like the Bears came out flat and really never got out of it. And no one seemed like they wanted to make a play on the football until Allen Robinson in garbage time. And that was a great touchdown catch. And I'll give Roquan Smith credit. It was a really nice effort on the interception. You saw Charles Tillman tweet out, uh, and I retweeted it, he literally tweeted at Roquan Smith, good things happen when you go to the football. I do not see enough of that with this defense. And we can get into the defense here a little bit later, but that's part of what I'm talking about. Just rally to the football. Like that energy, 
I guess I kind of disagree. He like Matt Nagy might be okay with the effort. In my opinion, it could be a lot better. We've seen better. Had twenty eighteen was better with Vic Fangio at the the controls there. We watched Brian Urlacher's, Lance Briggs's, Charles Tillman's whole careers here. We know we've seen better. We we've seen what that effort could mean. This defense will only be good. I know we're gonna get to him in a second, but let me just say this. This defense will only be good. Just good. And not great if those takeaways aren't there. They'll just be middle of the pack, an ordinary defense with some good players if those takeaways aren't there. You need Cleo Mack to make that interception. That was a huge play in the game. Yeah, huge play. You you need game-changing plays in order to be a great defense, and they're just not making it. But to that point, it's almost hyper-analyzing a defense that had to make up for an offense that scored three points all the way up until the end. But you never... Like, you saw just the intangible difference the defense played with last week when Nick Foles came in the game. They fed off that. And it's possible, we'll never know, but could the game have been different if Khalil Mack just catches that easy interception? Like I don't think you can rule out he scores on that play. There was a couple guys there that, that could have tackled him, but he's also Khalil Mack who's big enough to run over a dude or slip a tackle, and he had a couple blockers too. And even if he doesn't score, the Bears are right there in the red zone. And you're hoping they at least get in with a touchdown, and now it's a 7-7 game, and they got all the momentum in the world. Does the offense then feed off of a play like that? You'd hope so. We'll never know. But, man, that's just that's a play you absolutely positively have to have. Uh, Nick Foles. Thoughts on his first start as Chicago Bear? Bad. Bad. I, I, I'm trying to find a moment where, again, throwing out that last possession they had. Where nice jump ball to Allen Robinson, great catch. Hooray. Didn't matter. You were down quite big there, and you needed a, a near miracle to make that game work. It was... Concern, it, it, there were a lot of alarming things, I'll just say. It's the third downs. It's the one trip into the red zone before that, um, before that final possession. It's the the missed open targets. It's making Matt Nagy's play calling uh, look maybe even worse. It's it's actually thinking, what would Mitch Trubisky look like in this game? Yeah. Did, did you have that thought? I Look, I, I think it's completely fair for someone to make the case that Nick Foles didn't play any better than Mitch Trubisky did in the first half of last week when he got benched. And you wonder, would a quarterback change have made the difference? I'll give you one example. That throw where Foles rolled out to the right and led, who was he throwing it to? The Mooney miss out of bounds? Yeah, he threw it too far out of bounds. That is, and I don't think there's a lot of these examples, but I thought in the moment that was one example of a throw Trubisky probably would have made that Foles didn't because Mitch is usually good when he's rolling out to his right and making a throw like that. This is where we have to come in and say, look, we're not campaigning for Mitch Trubisky to have his job back. There are plenty of good reasons why he has the ball cap on and not his helmet why he's carrying a clipboard and not a football right now. Matt Nagy has his reasons. But there were times 
with the Colts playing the way they were, where I, I caught myself thinking, I'm like, hey, like a quarterback scramble here could really uh, change the complexion of, of a game. Like an improvised play, you know, like th- that we saw maybe against the Giants. That could work out right here, where, where you just need a, a play that's off script a bit. Now, on the other hand, I would completely understand if Matt Nagy's response to that, and of course he would never say this, but if his response was, uh, we were playing a really good defense who was zoning us out in a cover two shell and was stopping our run with basically their front four, Mitch Trubisky probably wouldn't have done any better. I would totally buy that. Well, then, well, here's my response to that is, if the cover two shell and the, and the zoning out worked against quarterback one and quarterback two, then you're just screwed. Yep. <laughs> you know, maybe it's, it, it's, it's what you're doing. You know, that, that needs to be addressed because guess what? There's 12 more games left, Adam. Other teams are going to play cover two. Other teams are going to play zone coverage. Other people are going to, you know, there's, there's going to be other plans to stop what the Bears want to do. And there may be even some better defenses that they face. So we'll see. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, John, should we hear from the quarterback, Nicholas Foles? Here he was after the game on a Zoom call. Nick, on the uh, the interception over the middle there to Anthony, what was your vantage point on that that sequence? You know what? I got to be more accurate. I got to I gotta help him out. I was trying to lead him out of the break to have him split the safeties, and uh, it was probably about six inches too far, um, and that's on me, and that's something that is an easy fix for me, so... Uh, obviously my fault, and I'll, I'll help Emil out and give him a better ball next time so he can make a play. Jason Leisure. Nick, how did you feel overall about your, your chemistry with the receivers and your throwing accuracy today? Did you feel like yourself like you normally do? You know what, it wasn't, it wasn't the best game. No, I, you know what? And, I, you know, I think uh, the Indianapolis Colts are a great team, but I don't – you know, I didn't execute well enough, and, you know, we didn't execute well enough. But that's something, like I said before, uh, I was just on a radio. That's why I said it. But uh, we will look at it. We'll move on. We'll improve. Uh, this is part of football. This is part of building those relationships and understanding plays and, you know, continue to grow. And I, I have to be better. I have to be more crisp. Um, and it's as simple as that. And I, I look forward to improving. I look forward to, you know, tomorrow getting back at it. It's a short week. And, you know, we have a game Thursday night. So, you know, that's just football. we got to keep improving. Mike Berman. Nick, Matt just said he, he feels like, for you getting the rhythm with the offense and the receivers, it's going to take some time. I mean, how long is something like that potentially going to take for someone like yourself who didn't have the traditional um, workouts during the off season and then was working as a backup to start the year? Um, I don't think there's a time on it. I think it's just, uh, you know, tomorrow we're going to have an opportunity to get better. Uh, I don't think I've ever played in an undefeated season. And, you know, every time you lose, it, it, it shows more uh, than wins do. And you never want to lose, but that's part of it. And uh, I look forward to working with the guys and moving forward. And it's, it's never easy, but it tests you as a human being. Are you going to let a loss define you as a person? 
or are you going to continue to move on and be there for your teammates? So um, I look forward to, you know, this is a special locker room. I really like this locker room and it's a locker room that will look at this, will improve, will get better and we'll get ready to work this week and we'll be ready to play Thursday night. Adam Johns. In terms of building this game plan this past week and then the play calls that Matt was sending in, how in sync did you and Matt feel this game being your first game together? You know, I felt great with um, Coach Nagy calling the plays. Um, it's as simple as uh, we just have to execute better. I have to execute better. And uh, if we do that, um, we're going to be in a position to win the game. We got a little bit of, you know, we got down the red zone. And, you know, unfortunately the pick happened. And then, um, you know, we marched down again and we were able to get a touchdown. Um, and I think the big thing you see from that is guys didn't give up. We kept fighting. And that's something you can build on. Uh, it's, we've, we've made the first four weeks of the season pretty hard on ourselves. So, um, it's something where we have to continue to improve and get better and just go out there and play good team ball. And if we do that, I think some really good things will happen. JJ? Nick, you, you hit a couple deep balls on that first scoring drive, and, and then those kind of dried up as the game went on. Were you just not seeing those run open, or was it just something that the, the Colts were doing defensively against you guys? Yeah, I mean, they were playing their safeties pretty deep, um, which makes it a little harder to get over the top. And, uh, you know, I – they were giving us some underneath stuff, but they were doing a good job of, you know, we'd hit underneath route and they'd stop it right right there. So um, they, they're a good team. I watched them on tape and, you know, they, they did a really good job tonight. They out, they outplayed us. They out-executed us. And, you know, we hurt ourselves. We have to be better um, in those moments. And um, there'll be a lot of great things to learn from this game and move forward to be better. Pat Finley. Nick, is there a throw or two that you would like to have back? Uh, I think, you know, the big one is uh, just – Putting it on a mill on that one play that turned into a pick, um, I think that you know if I tried to lead him out of it. I think if I just put it on him, it'll be obviously a better situation. And you know, there's a couple uh, of throws earlier um, that were a little high, and uh, you know, just continue to just deliver the ball, be accurate, let our guys make plays. So that's on me, and that's something I know how to do. Adam Hogue. and Nick. Obviously, you've talked a lot about how much you love this offense um, with things looking disjointed at times today. How did you feel in the operation and just in, in the operation of the offense today? I mean, obviously, um, the outcome sort of shows, you know, what, you know how we executed. But at the same time, um, I felt like we continued to communicate well between the players and coaches. Uh, we continued to work together to adapt throughout the game. And the big thing is we never gave up. And I know a lot of people look and it's like, well, you lost, but – there's a team that gives up at some point. There's a team that doesn't give up at some point. And you can build on a team like this. And I think that's the big thing. Uh, we didn't come away with the win, but we played until the clock hit zero. And uh, we can build on that. A few more. Dan Weeder. Nick, there's not a lot of time here for the cleanup process. And the, the team that comes in here Thursday night is averaging about 30 a game. How do you sort of instill the urgency in everybody over these next 72 hours? I think the big thing is, you know, we have a schedule tomorrow and we, we get back to work and we the little attention, the details um, and just continue to talk through it, continue to, you know, build this culture, continue to, you know, have these conversations about the plays and honestly taking ownership. I think the big thing as players is we have to take ownership um, to get better. And this locker room has that ability and that is the type of locker room that is here. Um, we have coaches that are ready to roll that are going to put us in position and uh, we're going to continue to grow from this. I've been on some special teams where, you know, we had a few hiccups along the way 
And uh, it's how you deal with these situations that makes you a special team. So I like the locker room we have here, and I believe in it. Johns, I thought it was interesting how he completely owned the pick, the interception to Anthony Miller. Not surprised he did because I thought that that was a case where um, not unlike the – which game is that? The Giants game where the ball got ripped out of Allen Robinson's hands where you're going, okay, the throw could have been better, but also the receiver should have caught the ball. This one was a little bit harder. Nick Foles said he threw it about six inches too far which is accurate, and I think we've actually kind of learned. You know, one of the strengths with Anthony Miller we thought coming out of college was that his catch radius was bigger than he is as an actual wide receiver. I think those shoulder injuries have piled up. You pointed this out in the middle of last season when he was wearing that harness. Now, I don't think he has that harness on anymore, um, but that his just he doesn't seem to reach out as far as you yeah. want him to. And so in that situation, not the best throw by Nick Foles. Still hit him in the hands, though. Yeah, there's a, that old receiver coach message. If it hits in, in your hands, you, you you better catch it. And uh, that wasn't his only drop in the game, was it? Didn't he have a, a third? No, he had drop one earlier? that was knocked out of his hands. Yeah. after he caught it. Yeah, so it's his roller coaster like season has continued, and that, that's not good for uh, a third year receiver who you're really counting on to take that next step and be that guy in a lot of different ways over the middle for you. So another disappointing day for him. <sighs> Some of those questions are already on to Tampa Bay, huh? And, and Tom Brady. <laughs> well, I mean, the, look, the, the the conversation, you heard it from Foles there. Nagy also talked about it was like, all right, we got to flush this. We got to figure this out. We got to move on. Bad week to have to do that. I mean, you're turning around and playing Tom Brady on Thursday night. Now, the Bucks defense, not as good as indies also not bad though i mean they'll get after you a little bit too uh if there is one good piece of news at least for the bears not for the players involved the bucks are really banged up on offense that didn't seem to matter to tom brady today i think he threw for five touchdowns yeah he was down 28 to 7 at one point too i watched that game you know since we we got to uh we, well we got the national televised 325 bears game today so yeah. got to watch Tom Brady in, in action wasn't pretty in the first half through an ugly interception but just in terms of having that be your next game on national television i know it's going to be Nick Foles versus Tom Brady but the the bears defense could be in for a long day where maybe more alarming trends continue for them yeah rematch of that super bowl in minnesota that i covered don't think the pieces around both of these quarterbacks are the same, though, in this game. I just I, can the Bears fix this by Thursday, and I'm specifically talking about the offense. Um, they better I, look. I don't. I don't know what the answer is. Uh, well, I do actually. I do know what the answer is. It starts with running the football better. So the offensive line needs to figure it out. Like that's where I would start. Those guys have to play much better. Now, DeForest Buckner is not going to be lining up uh, across from them. He's just a great player. And that was a problem today. But it starts with running the football better. It just seems like Nagy gets out of – like he just doesn't know what to call when there's no running game at yeah, all. Yeah, but when, yeah, I understand that when there's 1.1 yards per carry, and it's when you need your quarterback to carry you a bit. And to me, the improvements have to start with Nick Foles. I was happy to hear him take that much accountability for the way he performed because I still saw missed throws. I saw – an offense that was supposed to be more decisive 
faster, quicker, just more explosive down the field with him under center. Become, like you said, like you wrote, 2019 all over again. Yeah. Had a real bad feel to it, just in terms of what first impressions feel like for your first start. There's a whole lot of woof. That's the third woof I've had on this podcast today. I, got, <laughs> I think I you used, tweeted that a couple I did, times, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, the, the good old, you know, Kevin McAllister looking at Buzz's. <laughs> yep. Woof. <laughs> yes. That's your woof. theme of the day. Yeah. That's a just, good, just, I mean, it's, just, it's a good theme. It was not a good day for offensive football for the Chicago Bears. Just seems like there's been too many of those days with this with this team. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code The Athletic, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a fifteen hundred dollar first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual men's wear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box Watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan Johns polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, Jazz, before we get out of here, leaky defense, hashtag bear special teams. Let's not let those 
two phases off the hook, especially special teams. My God, were they awful today. Can they stop being such a factor? It's almost exhausting. Like, like the joke, I love your joke, Adam. I love your joke. <laughs> but it's gotten old. <laughs> well, you know, it, it started in the, uh, the Mark Tressman, Joe D. Camillus days. Okay, that's when hashtag Bear Special Teams was nice. born. That was a long Strong time referencing, ago. nice. Carried over into the John Fox, Jeff Rogers era. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But, you know, a thing happened. As the roster got better, special teams got better because that is a, definitely a depth issue. And by the time we got to the Chris Tabor era, I know people get on Chris Tabor. Bears special teams has been better over the last couple of years. In fact, it's been sometimes hard to fairly put out the hashtag sometimes. Today was a disaster. It started with the block punt where no one blocked that guy that just came through the middle. Obvious missed assignment. And two of your staples. Yeah. Iggy and DeAndre Houston Carson. Like, hello. Not some, not some undrafted rookie back there. Hello, guys. This is your job. That was just bad. Uh, and then you had just penalty after penalty after penalty. Um, Cordell Patterson drops that football on offense, carries it over into the punt, takes his helmet off. That's where I just get back to. Like They, they just weren't focused today. And, and that goes, I, I think, the whole team. Just sloppy. Sloppy is a good word. Woof is a good word. Nice. Three for me, one for you. You just can't play that way. It, no matter how no matter how bad they looked on offense, it was just bad overall. Especially against the team that seemed extremely motivated and proven. Like that defense, talk about defense and Bears defense. That defense, the Colts defense seemed extremely motivated to show that they were the top defense in the league. That they were a top five unit in the league. Well, they're, I'll tell you what, they're a hell of a lot better than the Bears defense. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, we can have the same conversation. I, I'll, I'll give the Bears defense this. They've been consistent. Consistently fine. But also consistently leaky. I'm going to stick to that word. They're not an outstanding defensive unit. They're just not. They're good. They're giving the Bears a chance to win. I think they gave up like the third fewest points in the league today, which still matters. Um They're still not great, though, and the I, Colts were a lot better. I want to give our guy Philip Rivers some credit on this. There were multiple times where I thought, oh, he's going down. He's getting sacked. And that ball got out somehow, and completions were made. Like, you couldn't even see him amongst the offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Like, Akeem Hicks was ready to swallow him whole. And here comes the ball out, first down. But you know what? Finish the play, and some of those balls that came out of his hand looked like I threw them. Like they had no velocity on them. Make a play on the football. I feel like- I, it might seem like I'm being too hard on the defense, but there were plays to be made, and yeah. way too many missed tackles on defense and special teams. Yeah, there's, there's definitely some hyper-analyzing of the defense, because we, we know defense in this town. And the standard that this unit set a couple years ago 
is significantly higher than our expectations for the offense, even with Nick Foles under center, because my expectation level went up a little bit, you know, just because of everything they said. Like, okay, here, here it is. Here's your offense. Let's see it operate with the quarterback you picked under center. But this defense is still the ones, it's, it's with Cleo Mack. It's got your all pros, right? It's got your pro, pro bowlers. You're still missing those game-changing plays, the takeaways. That Khalil Mack dropped INT. Huge. Huge. You know what, though? All day. It it, it might seem unfair sometimes to pick on the defense when they're still pretty good. That's how this team was built, though, man. They're supposed to play outstanding defense and average offense, and that's how they're built. That's how they're supposed to win games. And so it... It's a high standard on that side of the football, but they're not meeting that standard. And you know what? They're telling you that too. But everyone except probably Nagy, because Nagy said after the game he thought they played well. But it's also not his unit to really criticize. Yeah, it's still his team. He should know that there's a different level to that defense. And right now, they're, they, they don't seem to be meeting it for whatever reason. Maybe some of that is offensive and Nagy-related, but... When you set certain standards for yourself, you know, and you're not meeting them, this is what you get, this type of criticism. All right, any uh, final thoughts on the 3-1 and one Bears? The Bears better hope this is just a lack of rhythm, lack of chemistry with Nick Foles and his receivers because if it's not, if it's not Adam, it's alarming where things can snowball quickly, and we've seen that happen in this town, especially after all the, the, the reasons we had for not believing in the Bears and their 3-0 start. Like, some of those concerns are now coming to fruition after a game like that. I'll, uh, I'll end on a somewhat positive note. This team is still 3-1. I do not think they're going to play a defense as good as the defense they played today the rest of the season. There's you think be they're the best? One. You think they're the best? I think there's a good chance that when this season's over, we're talk- that this Colts defense keeps us up. Uh, now, Darius Leonard's in- injury will be interesting to watch in that regard. But I do think that there's a, a good chance they played the best defense they're going to face all season. It looked ugly. It needs to be fixed. couple other positives. Uh, last year when the Bears were in this situation where they couldn't run the football and they clearly needed to tweak their offense to fit their quarterback, um, they didn't have it really installed. Like they didn't, they had packages, but they didn't have enough of the playbook installed. That stuff's installed now. Okay. So I, I, and there's new coaches. So whether it's Bill Lazor getting involved or, um, John D. Filippo getting involved, like they need to get together quickly, maybe even tonight as we're recording this or tomorrow morning, whatever, and just say, hey, look, First of all, got to run the football better, and I think they can. I think they can. I think the offensive line can play better Thursday night. But even if they get, they need to come with a game plan for when the running game's not working because this is just not how it can work. I think there's solutions that can be found that were not necessarily there last year. And again, the Bears are still three and one. I think they have a winnable game Thursday. I think they could be four and one. Picking the Bears already, huh? We'll find out on Tuesday. <laughs> Lovely short weeks. We're going to cram a whole week into Tuesday's podcast. Get you whatever Nagy says Monday. We'll preview the box. 
We'll break down the game. We'll get you ready for it. It's a quick turnaround. Uh, basically, one practice, really no full practices. It's just kind of how it oh, goes. Oh, right into it. Right into it. Yeah. And they. Um, the good news is they don't have to. Uh, to spend a whole lot of time watching what just occurred at Soldier Field on Sunday. They'll flush it real quick and move on to the Bucks, and they got a lot of work to do because um, it's a good Bucks team. But this is a winnable game. I will say that. Follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hoke, at Adam Johns. You can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com. My post-game co- post column is up there. Ten Bears things will be up tomorrow. All of Johnsy's coverage up at theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Kevin Fishbane as well. That's where you go to get your deal if you're not subscribed. Theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. A great deal right now. $1 a month for 12 months to get the, you don't just get Bears coverage. You get all the sports you could possibly need on The Athletic. Go get it there. Please rate and review the podcast. We appreciate you doing that. Again, we're back Tuesday. Regular time, but a quick week. As we turn the attention to Tom Brady and the box. And Gronk. Your guy. We'll talk to you then. See ya. Buzz your girlfriend. Woof.